Hi, I'm Tom Spurs, and I'm going to transform into the rhino. Hi, I'm Owen Murray, and I am the Pope's exorcist. That's an easy, that's easy. That's easy. I am. You know, you got a problem with me, yeah. you talk to my boss. Yeah. That boss, it's the Pope. It's the Pope. It's the Pope. I gotta do some exorcisms for the Pope. He's gonna go over a heart attack. I'm gonna go and exorcise some Popes. Who is the Pope? Like, who is he? <laughs> who is he as a concept? <laughs> like, what, what is the like, Pope? Like, I'm aware of the Wikipedia article. Um, but, like, who is currently the Pope? Isn't he, like, the Queen? But, like, for, like, Jesus people. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't he, like, the Queen? Yeah, basically. Um, is it, no, I feel like, I don't know, because, like, just, like, the Pope Francis. Yeah. Pope, like, John. Pope. Pope John. Pope John. Pope... I don't know, they're all fucking, like, pedophiles, aren't they? So, like... (laughs) Um... So, speaking of... Speaking of pedophiles... (laughs) Speaking of the Pope's exorcist... Yeah. We saw the Pope's exorcist. We did. We did. We saw the Pope's exorcist. No children were touched during the... Hope not. (laughs) Uh... Um... Yeah, we did see the Pope's Exorcist. Um, the hot, the hot new ticket, the hot new film yeah. of the year. It actually, know. is doing better than Renfield, which is that is hilarious. Music to my yeah. fucking ears, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. the Pope's Exorcist. It, so it's about the Exorcist who works for the Pope. It's about the Pope's Exorcist. It is in the title. Yeah, and he that guy does. He does. He does. He kind of exercises generally. He. He's an exorcist. Yeah. And he he works, works for the Pope. He works for the Pope. <laughs> in Italy. In Italy. Doesn't he go to Spain, he, he goes to Spain and he rides <laughs> on a little Vespa to get to there. Okay, yeah. So, okay. So, it's about Father Gabriel Amorf. Who's like an actual guy. Yeah, he, he's like a real he's guy. He's not alive anymore. No, he, he he's died. He's on Twitter. No, no. Um, he's not on Twitter. He's not verified. <laughs> he really he's not got Twitter blue. Um, yeah. Father Gabriel Amorf is yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. He, it's like is like books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote books. Yeah, um, good for him. The guy who's done it's good to go. He's getting an income. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who done The Exorcist actually done a documentary on him. That yeah, was like the yeah, last yeah. thing he did. Um, That's fire. He's, I mean, I mean, that guy's still alive, but like he hasn't done anything else since. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so That's fire. So the Pope's Exorcist is about Father Gabriel and more. Yeah, and his whole he pops over to Spain. His whole thing of yeah, like he's. He, he gets told, like, hey, like, there's a case yeah. in Spain. Yeah, Some yeah. kids got possessed. Yeah, Because, yeah. I guess... Then he goes on a Mission Impossible-style quest. Yeah, on a little Vespa. Like, Cavill. <laughs> he... Yeah. Um, so there's, like, this little kid who... Little baby. Yeah, who, like, yeah. Who gets who, possessed. mom has moved into the most obviously haunted church anyone has ever seen in their life. Didn't they, like, inherit it or something? Didn't they have, like, yeah. a, like, like, didn't, like, her dad uh, die or something? I think her husband died. Her husband. And her husband. Someone died. Her husband, for some reason, owned the world's creepiest fucking <laughs> we, all, we all need yeah. a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid goes down to the basement. Mm. The obviously haunted underground the, basement. The obviously haunted, yeah. very evil basement. Looks that, into the obviously yeah. haunted, very evil hole. Bad vibes all around. Yeah. Gets possessed. Yep. To nobody's fucking surprise. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then, but then I think what's like. Ben says fuck. <laughs> and yeah, it says fuck you, and I'm like, that's the devil. That's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, so yeah, so the kid 
So the kid gets possessed, and everyone's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. average possession, let's say it is what it is. It's, he's not the fucking devil. Yeah. But then the, the the demon's like, I want the priest. And he goes like, fetch me the priest. He does it like an exorcist voice. It's fucking Emperor Palpatine voice. Yeah, and then, and then I guess that summons the attention of Gabriel Amorth. Played oh, by Russell Crowe. In his best performance, yeah. Who's having a fucking ball. He is having such a blast. He's having so much fun. He, he, he rides a little Vespa, which apparently was something that Russell Crowe actually requested in the film. He, I love the idea of Russell Crowe gets sent this script yeah. for the post-exorcist. And he reads it and he's like, you know, this is, there's something here, but we're missing an ingredient. I want a Vespa. I need a Vespa. I just the idea they originally wrote it is like it's him in a car. Yeah. And Russell Crowe goes, no. No. Vespa. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck car. I want to be in a Vespa. <laughs> I will not. He, he would not do the film unless he had a yeah, Vespa. he needed that Vespa. He walked into Screen Gems like fucking offices and was like, I am not doing he this. He threw film. a fucking Vespa at them. <laughs> yeah, like, fucking through a table. I was like, I am not doing this film. Believe me, I will not do this film unless you give me a fucking Vespa. And they, yeah, they, right they now. needed him in the film. Hmm. Um, he can't do this for no, exactly. He can't do that, Russell Crowe. No, because he's having a ball. And he's the guy, he is the Pope's exorcist. He exorcists the little kid. He exorcists all over the yeah, place. The little kid who. He's, he's not really causing any trouble. He's just a demon. He's. He can't really get out of bed. He's just, he's just doing various mischievous things. What does he actually do? Aside from, like. Yeah, no, because, like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's bad enough. No, but it's like, I think what he does is, he like. He lies in bed. Cause, yeah, because yeah, cause what's funny is he lies in bed, and all of the happenings that happen with, like, you know, the, with, like, the, 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 the lady, yeah, and, like, yeah, the yeah. daughter and stuff. Like, he doesn't like actively do those things. No. Like there's like a, there's like a moment where like the mum starts like sinking into the bed for some reason. Yeah, but like the kid doesn't do that. The no. kid's not like there in the room like sinking. Like, yeah, like yeah, like, not doing any of that. Like he, you know, it's just the mum just sinking into the bed. I yeah. mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the demon was involved. But in some he is way. my, he's my grand idea. Mm-hmm. They should move out. Wait, no, 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 to be fair, no, 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 to be fair, I think they explained that. Do they? What did they say? I think it was like the demon would like, I think just kill the kid or something if they left. Because that does, that's always like the thing that they do in these exorcism movies where it's like, you can't just leave because it's like, the demon will follow or whatever. (laughs) They'll do all that shit. But it's like, okay, so the demon's whole plan is to possess the Pope. Exorcist. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, the, the Pope's exorcist spends a lot of time next to the demon, ready to be possessed mm-hmm. for some reason. Because I guess, yeah, I mean, I mean, I get why they want him there. Because, mm. like, you know, he's like, "Fetch me the priest." And yeah, it's like, yeah. like what's what, the they, what priest? did they just say? No. <laughs> 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 no, like, but just, what? Why would we send him? Like, <laughs> we don't listen the, to what the, a demon. We don't give the demon what he wants. Like, why, yeah, why do you want him? Like, I want to possess him so I can rule the world. Okay, <laughs> here you go. Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah, no, and and we need this movie. We need. I need a fucking movie. You kidding? Are you telling me you don't want Russell Crowe as a silly little exorcist? <laughs> Vespa. A little Vespa riding around. It's not a good movie. No. It's fucking hilarious, though. It's a great movie to watch, however. It is... In no way yeah. is it a good movie. Yeah. 
it's bad. Yeah. It, it does. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> There's nothing original. It's it is not a great film at all. It ends on a fucking cliffhanger that's like mm-hmm. leading to a fucking sequel. Which <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Right. But all of that aside, yeah, it's a bad movie. But all of that aside, it is so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun because Russell Crowe's having a ball. He's there making quips. He's in having his a Italian fun. accent. His worst nightmare is France winning the World Cup. It's <laughs> a great line. I love that line. <laughs> to um, a demon. <laughs> to a demon. But it's France winning the World Cup. <laughs> like it's uh, so stupid. Yeah, so yeah. stupid. But at the same time, it's such a joy. Oh, it's so fun. It's such a joy to watch. We need ten of these. Well. And luckily. They we do. <laughs> they do tease. Right. No, but no, but the thing that makes me laugh, they don't just tease one sequel. <laughs> no. They tease. They have confidence here. 200. <laughs> 200 sequels. <laughs> like, that is, that is sheer we levels. We'll be of, long dead. Like, that. The Pope's exorcist will outlive us all. It's gonna be like fucking Doctor Who. Like they're gonna keep like bringing new ones in. Like the fucking it's like be Screen Gems is One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope's Exorcist is Screen Gems One Piece. <laughs> I oh, I just I just love it. I just I think it's brilliant. It um, is. It is such. It is such a film. The demon is not scary at all. He is. No. Demon. He's hilarious. It's just an average <laughs> Hollywood demon. He says fuck a bit. Which that I, is scary. I think at one point he bites onto his mum's nipples. Okay. Yeah. yeah Breaking yeah. news. Breaking as, news. As we are recording this yeah, right now, yeah. Bloody Disgusting just got an exclusive. Okay. The post Exorcist sequel is in early development. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting it. We're Get getting it. There. That's it. Please. We're getting 200 of these. Let's <laughs> fucking we go. We need... As many as humanly possible. We're winning. We've won. We've won. Why? We need we need more of these than there are fucking Star Wars films. Fucking, like, okay. Like, Marvel, Marvel movies? Fucking Marvel. I don't want any more of them. Pope's Exorcist is in town. Like, Quantumania yeah. is shaking at the idea that the Pope's Exorcist is going to beat it to worldwide total, and I think it, it will. It actually probably will. It probably will. Because how much did Quantumania make? Like 10 quid? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my fucking dad went to see it, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Pope's Exorcist. I mean, come on. I mean, it's the Pope. Yeah. And he's an ex, and it's the Pope's Exorcist. It's exactly. There's some random other priest dude, like, is the Robin to his Batman? Yeah, and it's great. I love their chemistry. I want yeah, 900 yeah. movies of those. 200? Nah, double it. Yeah. Come on, easy. let's keep going. We need more of them. I want all of them. I want one every this week. Is the, this genuinely should be the new fucking Insidious. The Red Door? Fuck that. No, Pope's the Exorcist. Pope's, the Pope's Exorcist 2. The Pope's Exorcist 2. <laughs> the Pope's <Again>. Exorcist. <laughs> Exorcist. Billion dollar idea. You just put that in. You just put the S. Put a dollar yeah. sign. Exactly. Boom. There you go. That, that's it. You could find a way to make the logo so that the S looks like a two. Someone smarter than me can figure can that you, out. Can you ima- okay, can you imagine that the, the, the post exorcist, but it's put a two in the middle of it? Like, for no reason. You can't even, like, the, really... The post two petitions. <laughs> you like, can't even, like, say it. <laughs> I mean, how, wait, okay, how the fuck could you make this look like? If you put, if you put a... The two, the, the topes, topes. The dope. The dope. <laughs> the dope. 
already fucking dope. The dope's exorcist. Okay, well, hear me. Okay, so Pope's exorcist two, Pope's exorcists, and you get the you know okay you see the fucking the T and the H at the beginning of the word. You just put those these two lines in red. Yeah. There you go. The Pope's exorcist. Pope's exorcist three. You take the frope. <laughs> the frope's exorcist. <laughs> the fucking E at the start of Exorcist and you flip it. Whoa. The Pope's for Exorcist. For Exorcist. Speaking of horror movies that are doing worse than the Pope's Exorcist. By the way, how the fuck do you do worse than the Pope's Exorcist? I mean, Exorcist? yeah. <laughs> um, it, it is Renfield. Renfield. Which is shit. Okay, so when I saw the trailers yeah, for Renfield, yeah, yeah. I was not excited for the film. <laughs> I thought it looked like a piece of shit. But you, <laughs> you couldn't resist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, let's watch it. Let's go and see it. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Don't pin the blame on me. Well, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> but... So, yeah. So, Put the blame on fucking to whoever directed this piece of shit. Chris McKay. Chris McKay. Not a real person. Um, so... <laughs> he did Lego Batman, Alan. He was real he, big. He had, he had a 100% hit record up to this point. Well, no, no. He'd done the Tomorrow War. Okay. He had a 50% <laughs> hit record up to this point. Uh, okay. How, how could the guy who directed Lego Batman let me down? How could the guy who directed the Tomorrow War let me down? <laughs> um, yeah, so... Renfield, yeah. I was not excited for. Yeah. It looked shit. Yeah. It looked like a stupid movie with a bunch of Reddit humour yeah. thrown into it. It looked like the kind of film that you'd put fucking Reddit gold onto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't look great. So, and then you went and saw it... So I, so I sat down, I was like, this isn't going to be great. I watched it, then I was like, wow, this isn't great. <laughs> this is, wow. You, 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 couldn't, you couldn't surpass my expectations. In fact, you were far worse than I expected. Because, okay, I was expecting yeah, yeah, yeah. Renfield. Yeah, the film, a fucking masterpiece. The film, <laughs> the film about Dracula's assistant. Yeah. I was expecting, which, by the way, Nicolas Cage plays Dracula. Yeah, which is sick. Which is cool. And that's the only reason this film got made. The only the, the only thing I had going for yeah. it was that. But I went to, I went into it thinking, okay, this is gonna be a mid film. Yeah. Not gonna be great, but Nicolas Cage's Dracula will be fun, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay. But the rest of the film's like eh, yeah, don't like yeah. it, but I'm not gonna come out of it being like, wow, this is bad. What I did get was Nicolas Cage is having fun. Yeah. But he's having fun in the middle of a fucking, like, burning fire of a film. Because <laughs> the rest of the film is one of the biggest pieces of yeah. shit. Like, I... Genuinely, it is one of the worst studio movies yeah. I think I've seen in, like, recent memory. It is fucking terrible. I think the one thing... So, so okay, I was going to say the one thing. So, Renfield does everything wrong. <laughs> which is impressive. Um, it, it's genuinely quite impressive just how much it fucks up. Mm-hmm. Because you've got the fucking the editing, which is appalling. Like I just, I just want to answer a real yeah, question, yeah. right? The Pope's Exorcist, yeah, me has made so far fifty-two million in the worldwide. Okay, 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 very good. Yeah, Renfield, yeah, eighteen. <laughs> really? So yeah, it's good to know we as audiences have our limits. Yeah, we don't. 
No. We'll go see I'll, anything. I'll watch Redfield and scream in agony for watching that <laughs> fucking piece of shit. But anyway, yeah, carry but on. The, so the, <laughs> the fucking editing is appalling. Yeah, like, it's atrociously bad. It is... It is a film. It is easily a film that... Was it like, is a film. It is a film. It's a... It's a... It's a script of like a 110 minute movie or something, yeah. 115 or whatever, Yeah, that has been cut down yeah. to about not, 90, not cut, like fucking grinded. Like grinded mm. down to a movie that I presume is like 87 minutes, not including credits. Yeah. So it's been cut down to that. And you can fucking feel it. Yeah. Because yeah. the film. The favourite goes on, the more just incoherent it becomes. Oh, absolutely. There are f- whole fucking sequences cut. Yeah. But then the, the movie doesn't do anything to yeah. hide that. It just cuts them out and then doesn't explain. No, yeah, it, it just... It, it, the film just moves at this weird pace because what happens is, is that... Okay, so, also, so the film is about Dracula's assistant until yeah. it isn't. It just decides to be like, you know this film about Dracula's assistant? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like what we do in the shadows, like that kind of riff. We're not going to do that now. What we're going to do instead is we're going to focus on Aquafina, yeah. who's playing a cop. Because why not? Because she, she, she's playing a cop, and she has zero fucking charisma. Yeah. You watch this boring fucking cop go on various monologues, being like, you know what? Right, my my fucking dad is yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really sad about that. And I'm going to yeah. keep reminding you about how sad I am. And she keeps just going fucking on about it. Yeah, she's going on about it, and I'm like, isn't this a film about Dracula's assistant? But then I saw a clip yeah. of... Um, the director, yeah, Chris McKay, real person apparently. <laughs> uh, talking he about did Lego this, Batman. Era. Yeah, he did. He did. Maybe, maybe what happened was he done that movie when he was yeah, real, yeah. and then Universal abducted them, turned them into an AI. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so yeah, so they done an interview with him and Robert Kirkman, who was apparently involved with it, the okay. Walking Dead like creator. And sure. Chris McKay was like, we wanted to create a story that was like funny but also like emotional, and I film. Where's the emotion? Where the fuck was the emotion, Chris K? See, you know, it's really impressive of Renfield mm. to be the first movie with a 90-minute runtime that feels like 10 hours long. It, it, it What it is, it simultaneously feels yeah. 10 hours and two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> because it moves this... Because it moves at, like, a fast pace, I guess, but at the same time, nothing happens in yeah, the scene. Yeah, exactly. So it's moving quick, but nothing's happening. It's, okay, it's like... So it's, it's like just when, a slight it weird. It is genuinely, it's like a treadmill. Yeah, because it's just there running away, and it's with no, but with no aim. Yeah, exactly. No aim. It's going fucking nowhere. (laughs) Like there's no, it goes nowhere. Yeah, but goes everywhere. Like it doesn't stop moving. Yet there's there's so many characters, Mm. so many sub like plots. Yeah, like Ben Schwartz plays a gangster. He's he. Oh yeah, he's in that fucking film. He's in the movie, but then he becomes a vampire. Yeah. Which I don't care if I'm spoiling this movie. It's fucking, it's fucking Redfield. Redfield. I'm not. I'm not. I don't care. Um, there's a. I, I like Ben Schwartz is fun in it. Ben Schwartz is at least attempting to do something. Yeah. But again, this this is the problem. We're like Nicholas Holt. He's fine, I guess. Like he's yeah. not. But I think for me, like the problem is, is Ben Schwartz, Nicholas Holt. They're like, they're fine. Yeah. They're not. They're at least attempting to do something. Yeah. Aquafina is terrible in it. Oh yeah. She is fucking. Terrible. In yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like she is so no charisma to her role whatsoever. She's such a boring fucking character. Yet the film is so obsessed with having you follow that character. Oh, absolutely. Like why? Why is there? A, why is this fucking cop in it? Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. if you had it be a film where like 
Renfield's getting like replaced by Ben Schwartz's character or something. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. there's a totally different story you could tell there. Yeah. But instead, it tells the story of a cop who's doing stuff, and it's like a crap. But then, the, the, but then as well, oh, there's a police corruption subplot. For some reason. Goes nowhere. No. They just drop that. They drop things as soon as they pick them up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's a film that I like, again, like, Nicolas Cage is having fun. He's having a... He comes in and he has fun. And, and, and admittedly, when he's on screen, the film is elevated like a smidge. Yeah. But then any time he's not on that fucking screen, mm. the film is dog shit. And the problem is, is Nicolas Cage is not in it that much. No, he's really not. He's in it for like 50... I mean, I mean I'd say that the trailers show like most of the scenes. Yeah. To be completely honest. The film also fucking looks horrible. Oh, it looks ugly. It's like, ugly as sin. There's some weird fucking filters and colour fucking in this there's, film. There's, there's weird scenes where it tries to be colourful, but then any time it goes away from that, it just yeah. looks like a fucking like Netflix show. Just weird. It looks it's terrible. It's a weird, weird yeah. fucking film. It is awful. It is... I could not believe what I was watching. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm... I'm like, because it's an easy idea. Yeah. Nicolas Cage as Dracula writes its fucking self. No, exactly. Writes itself. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. instead, do you make this random fucking movie that is trying to do 16 different fucking things at once? Yeah. But then also be like, hey guys, like, Nicolas Cage as Dracula, like, thanks for the red gold. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, exactly, exactly. It's just, and yeah, it's not funny. I had a laugh once. Yeah. Like, the humour is dreadful. Yeah. I mean, granted, they did take out the line of, you know, you just get the villain's postmates. They took that line out, thankfully. Oh. And shit, it's fucking, like, I could not believe how bad it was. No, it is. And I wasn't even, and I wasn't even expecting, like, a good movie. Yeah. I was just expecting a movie. No, it. That was mid. That was all I was really looking for. It's barely even enjoyable on an ironic level. No. Because it's just... It's, it's a slug. It's a The whole slug. thing is a slug. It's a complete and utter slug. Again, treadmill. Fucking goes nowhere. Yeah, it, it, it it's... Also, tr- yeah. why the fuck is this an action film? <laughs> because action movies sell, sell, I guess. This one fucking hasn't. If we try and make it like John Wick, but with none of the incredible, yeah. you know, choreography, and we just have, like, people get punched. And there's, like, attempts at gore... But which a lot of it's CGI. Yeah, it, it just looks. looks but again, it, it just yeah, it, it just looks stupid. Yeah, it doesn't even look good. No, and it's not even like particularly fun gore. No, it's just it's a bit of a waste of time. The gore feels like a distraction. Yeah, it feels like it's trying to distract you. Be like, hey guys, we're gory. You like gore, don't you guys? About, yeah, no, it is about fifteen different films, like fucking mutilated into one thing, and none of them go together. Exactly. Like it's cool to mix films up like that. Yeah. But the way they do it in Redfield is it's not they're not mixing together in like a nice blend. They've just threw a bunch of films together and then like movie like exactly. here you go. Like that's exactly. a movie. Exactly. And it's shit. It, it is, is shit. A miserable fucking experience. I could not believe how bad it was. I, I love cinema. Cinema's great. But not Redfield. <laughs> Speaking of good films though, mm. we did see an actually decent horror film. Continuing this and finishing off this fucking horror trilogy. Horror trilogy of, of great shit. Yeah. Pretty good. April, <laughs> April has been a mad month for horror. Yeah. And Mario. We, yeah, we got all this and fucking Mario. <laughs> Mario. Um, and we get fucking another Disney remake in three days, so. 
Ugh. I know exactly. Bone chilling. That's scary. Um, but that's, that's scarier than all of them that arrested him. <laughs> Apparently, it's fucking. I saw someone use the word Malachian, as in like fucking Terence Malick, for the new Peter Pan and Wendy film. Shut up, whoever that person what is. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> shut up. Please shut up. Uh, but fucking, <laughs> we saw Evil Dead Rise. Yes. The newest. Evil Dead film. Yeah, it's not a sequel. No. It's not a remake. It's a... Not a reboot. Reimagining... Not really. It's a... It's just film. another one. It's a film. Yeah, it's just another Evil Dead. It's sick. It, it's... I thought it was great. Yeah. And I can't believe how consistent the franchise is. Yes. Like, this might be... Like, like, like Evil Dead might be the most consistent franchise what, five films in horror. Then? Five Did films in. Yeah, to make a bad one. Not a single bad one. No. Like... You know, well, like the first thirty minutes of Evil Dead twenty thirteen. No, but even I'm then, I'm being really picky. But even then, I'd still say the film is overall yeah. no, very, overall, very good. Overall, the film is great. The film, yeah, and it's like, um, but it, it, it's one of them where it's like, you know, even like Scream has Scream Three, yeah, yeah which yeah. isn't great, yeah. And it's like that is the one, like that one is mid, yeah. Like yeah, it's not bad, but it's not great. Yeah. So I would say, but, but Evil Dead. I think all of them are good. Yeah. All of them range from very good to great. No, exactly. Rise 100% continues that trend. Yeah, Rise is... I really, really, really enjoyed Rise, like, a ton. And it's, like... It's one of those films that doesn't try to do anything crazy new. Yeah. It is a film that is definitely doing a lot of the greatest hits Mm. of Evil Dead, which usually I'm against that. But I think my... I think what I like about this one is it's it, it yes it is a retread of the greatest hits yeah but a it's very well done they the way the recreate is very well done and b some of the new tricks that are in there yeah are really fun yeah and yeah. you can tell that it's being directed by someone who is a fan of evil dead yeah and it's like a natural kind of thing of we're bringing evil dead to a new audience where okay it's not quite as wacky as Evil Dead 2 and mm. Army of Darkness, but it's not quite as, like, you know, like, serious as, like, Evil Dead 2013. Yeah. It's this interesting blend of the two where it's, like, we don't want to go too goofy, but we don't want to go too mm. serious. We're a nice sort of middle ground where there's some really goofy moments in Evil Dead Rise and just really goofy sequences. Yeah. But it never goes too far in that direction, but it yeah, never goes yeah. too, like... Because, like, I wouldn't say the film is... Although it has some good, like, effective, like, creepy moments, it's never, like, scary. No. But in a good way. Like, it, it's got this nice blend of... It's a film where you can watch it and be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, you watch yeah, it Because yeah. it's cool, and, like, the effects are cool, and it's, like... It's nice to have... I mean, again, like, this is a film that was going to be straight to streaming. Really? That was the initial plan, was it was going to be straight okay. to... It was going to be a straight to HBO Max release. Oh, okay. I don't know. I do think it probably would have came theatrically here either way, just because Evil Dead is really big in Europe. Okay. So I don't. I don't think it would have gone straight to streaming over here, but that was the initial plan. Yeah. It's going to be straight to streaming, but then Warner Brothers decided in that big shakeup. Yeah. Go, okay. No, we're going to make that theatrical, which I'm glad they did because I don't know what the fuck they were thinking putting that. Why would this go to fucking streaming? Exactly. I made like 40 million open weekend, like open a weekend. Fair play. That's Renfield great. Renfield weeps. <laughs> fucking Renfield made like two quid. Yeah. It's like, but yeah, it's like, it's done extremely well. And it's like, but I think what's great about it is, is to me, it's like, this is, this is the best way 
to bring Evil Dead to a new audience. Yeah. While also giving you know new content to like fans of the franchise yeah, already. Yeah. It's like because. It, it, it's giving you what you want. It's, it's giving you, like, you know, the usual things, the chainsaw and stuff like that. Like, all of the usual things you'd expect from Evil Dead. But it's just... It, it, it's done by... It, it, it's done by a filmmaker who's passionate, but it's also, as well, offering a different take. Like, okay, we're not doing the cabin. Yeah. Like we've done. We're going to put it in, you know, an apartment like complex. Which doesn't sound like too drastic of a change, especially when it does a lot mm. of similar, like, ideas. But it does add... A lot of new... Put, yeah. Just putting it in a different location totally changes the movie. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. changes what they can do. Because you've got this whole thing of like, okay, yeah, you're not... You're not... Like, because even though it tackles a lot of the same beats that you would when it was at a cabin, like, oh, we can't escape. Like, the bridge is gone. Mm. In this case, the stairs are gone. It, it does a lot of the similar tricks. But just by putting it... it, it, it it's like Scream 6. How Scream 6 went to New York. Yeah. Totally changes it. It just it's different. It opens up a whole new box of toys. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like even though they still go back to the similar threads and the similar ideas of the other movies, the difference is is that you've got a whole new location that you can yeah. put those in. Yeah, yeah it yeah. just feels fundamentally different. Yeah, because you it's more the film's more claustrophobic because most of it takes place in one room. Yeah, which is really fucking cool. The whole place just like most of it just takes place in a single room. Mm. and it's like and it's cool that it's like that yeah and some of the sequences that are away from the room are also sick which there's a cold open the cold open is great which absolutely fantastic but it's also a really good kind of subversion as yeah. well where it takes place at a cabin yeah and then yeah. immediately it's like no this isn't what we're doing mm. like this is we're going somewhere else and yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice way of paying homage to the, those films of the original, like the original Sam Raimi films, while also going, okay, but here's a new take. Yeah. Like here beyond this new location, that is yeah, and it it it's just a film that's like, it's just a really well executed horror movie. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. it doesn't try to blow your mind. It doesn't try to deconstruct. It's just a really solid, well made movie. Which, if you're gonna introduce Evil Dead to a new generation, this is how you do it. Yeah. Remind remind you know, the diehards of why you thought it's great, but also you've got a whole new audience now watching it. Yeah. And it's like, I feel that's more interesting than just doing a remake. Even yeah. though I think the 2013 remake is great, you have a really good, like, foundation there now to do something interesting. Yeah. Because you've, you've not just done Evil Dead again. Yeah. You've done an Evil Dead movie in a different location and you've opened the door to other ideas other places it can go. Yeah. You can do Evil Dead and you know, in, in, in this apartment building, but now you can do it somewhere else. Mm. You can do Evil Dead's fucking in space. <laughs> Evil Dead for uh, Western. Yeah, just do something crazy. Evil Dead in space, now that's where it's fucking Evil out. Dead Town. <laughs> do a whole town. <laughs> See, I I think this one this one is great and it's got some <laughs> really good moments. I think it does slightly suffer because I think it's the f- I and I think that is partly due to it being the first of this new anthology series. This new idea, this new yeah, like, mindset yeah, yeah. going in with, yeah. And so I think it, it feels a bit potentially undercooked. And mm. um, I think that it's... To me, it, it feels like they, they had this idea for a... Like, they had this idea mm. for we'll set in an apartment complex. Yeah. We'll set it basically in this, this really... This is a really fucking small apartment. 
Hmm. Um, it's like a shitty little apartment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah like the place is about to be gone in a month. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I think what it ends up kind of resulting in is particularly the second act mm. is a bit underbaked, I think. For and it kind of pads itself out slightly. Yeah. Um, and it spends a bit too long, maybe with with some shit like the whole mum being outside. Um, and they spend and there's the few bits to me that just end up feeling a tad repetitive and a tad drawn out. Mm-hmm. But I am fucking nitpicking here, like absolutely, because when it's good, it's fucking great. Yeah, like, yeah, like I because like because like I think for me, like I know what you mean, but I think for me the difference is is that I think once the film kicks off the yeah. Evil Dead stuff, it's just riding such a fucking high yeah, that yeah. even if those parts are a little bit undercooked. Yeah. The way that executes it is just so well done. Yeah. The way the, the way the film just moves at this really nice yeah. pace. The first act I do think is a bit slow in the beginning, mm. and I do think. But watching it again, to me, was like okay, like this was you know like, you know because like because like as we're recording it now, like this is the second time I've seen it, and I do think the first act moves a bit better. Yeah. Upon like a rewatch, and it's like, but I do think. The difference, like, with, like, this, like, 2013 is that you... Because 2013 is a remake, mm. the pacing of it's a bit off. Because yeah. I guess if you've seen the original, you sort of know what's coming. Yeah. And with this one, you do know, sort of, okay, yeah, it's going to be this. This is going to happen. Someone's going to get the book. And some idiot's going to get the fucking book. Yeah, and yeah, read yeah. in and be like, oh, no. This kid is fucking stupid, like. So stupid. But it's not an Evil Dead movie, but I'm yeah, a complete yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. idiot. It's... At, like, the heart of it. Being like, why did I do this thing? Yeah. Like, why? Like, yeah, I'm exactly. an idiot. Like, fucking, in, in, in a remake, the guy who gets the book is doing a fucking dissertation on it. He's fucking writing novels about it. He's, like, studying it. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but, but I think it's like, the difference is, is like, like, you because you've put it in a different set mm. you don't know what to expect yeah even if it takes on those familiar beats it just feels different so there's that immediate tension of okay where's this going because yeah, it does yeah, yeah. go at it differently yeah not completely differently but it does somewhat oh, no, change changing like the book of the dead like with the vinyl yeah and stuff yeah, yeah. and like that's a really cool way of switching that up no i think it's a lot more finely specifically the first act mm-hmm. is infinitely more finely tuned than fucking Evil Dead 2013. Yes, like, yeah, because I, I watched... as many fucking mm. plot points as possible to drop them yeah, all Yeah, because I watched... Because I think watching Evil Dead Rise again, I like how the first act, I really like a lot of the foreshadow when it does. Yeah. Which I think it does a lot better than 2013. Yes. It, 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 it does it a lot more naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Evil Dead 2013's first act, it, 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 it's weird. It, it's got, like, a similar... They both have a similar issue of... They're a bit slow to start, but then once they actually kick off, yeah. it's just an insane fucking high. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. not that big of an issue. Yeah. Hence why, like, when I like talk about them, I have them rated as highly as I do. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, that part's a bit slow, but also I kind of look at these films differently. Mm. I kind of look at them with a less like critical lens. That's fair. Because I think what's great about Evil Dead is they are so unashamed to just be really fun. Yeah. And just kind of be, you know, because I think I kind of think what works most about Evil Dead is the simplicity. Mm of the stories they don't try to be anything else oh no absolutely they're not trying to elevate it beyond anything else they're not trying well, to do like look at two yeah two spends what two, two seconds two doesn't stop that's yeah, what's yeah, insane yeah. about that movie it's an 80 minutes there's like 
five minutes of setup in the beginning, yeah, yeah. and then it's just seventy-five minutes of fucking carnage. No, it exactly. doesn't stop, and it's like like but... Venom two, like that be carnage. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Superhero movies. Super- superhero movies, <laughs> guys. Marvel movies. I love Marvel. Marvel's great, but like it's like but but I just like that idea of okay, yeah. like we're gonna do like we're just gonna go in, we're gonna mm. go into it, waste no time, and it's like. That's it. It's very refreshing. Yeah. Because a lot of horror movies, because even even when they were first coming out, like a lot of horror movies back in the eighties and stuff, would have like ten minutes of action. Yeah. Or gore or whatever, and there'd be like seventy minutes of nothing. Yeah. I was like, but Evil Dead was always like, we're going right into it. No. Fuck. Exactly. Like you know, it goes right, wastes no time. Absolutely. And I think with this one, it does take its time. But to be fair, I actually really like the cast in it. Yeah. I, I do think the cast is better than the 2013 one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether it's just because, I don't know, like, I just think the cast flow better because it's a family. Yeah, you I You know agree what I mean? You've got that family dynamic immediately, yeah. which is, that, that's always what I've liked about, like, Insidious and Poltergeist and stuff, mm. where, like, you immediately connect because it's a family at the heart of it. Yeah. And you, you immediately see, like, the relationships. Mm. And it's like, whereas, even though 2013, it's a bit more shaky. Yeah. Because it's a gang of friends and there's a sibling, but it's not as they're not as tight knit yeah. as they are in Rise. But then, because then as well, then because it's a family, there's an immediate emotion there when everything starts going wrong. Because one mm. of the things that's great about Evil Dead is once it fucking starts, there is just no fucking hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. The film acknowledges that, and there is one character in this film who I'm. I don't think any therapy. It's gotta help them. Like yeah. that is like there is I don't think anyone there is like one character in this, the little girl yeah. in this does I don't think any anyone in horror has gone through as much traumatizing shit as that little girl in that she's fucking She's surprisingly chill about it all. She is, but I think that'll she's young yeah. enough, I think, yeah, like eventually. Yeah, yeah. I but I don't think therapy's gonna help. No, because, she is scarred for life. Like some And a bit more after that. Like, that is... Some of the shit that she goes through... Yeah. ...in that fucking film is... Uh, you would be, like, a shell oh, yourself absolutely. after that. Like, even if you survive, you're basically dead. Like, yeah. your soul the is dead. Because, like, you are... Fucked. And she went through the fucking ringer. <laughs> Which, that's Evil Dead. And that's what's great about, like... Again, like, it's got the spirit of Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Kind of, like, once it starts, it just doesn't stop. It's unrelentless. It just, yeah. it just keeps going, 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 until eventually it finally ends. Yeah. And it does end. This ends on a fucking high. There's yes. a fucking cool idea at the end. Which, yeah, it doesn't use too much. But I think they were wise not to overblow it and be, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. too far with it. Because it's fucking cool. Yeah. And you use it just the right amount where it doesn't wear off by the end. Yeah. And it's it just, I don't know. It, I just thought it was great. I no, really, I really it. enjoyed it. I liked it's, it a lot. It was it was exactly what I wanted from yeah. Evil Dead movie. It was oh, no, a really fun, gory time. And if this is like the start of a whole new era of like anthology style movies, I'm like all fucking for it. Oh, I'm, I'm very interested to see where mm. they go next. Like, I'm really, especially if the other directors in as well. Yeah. And get like, you know, like a bunch of different people to go and do these. Exactly. As long as none of those directors are named Chris McKay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did the Lego Batman movie. Let's not forget. The Lego Evil Dead movie. Yo. Okay, uh, that'd be fire. Okay, an animated Evil Dead movie. Yeah. But how would you do it? Um. 
I it's fucking CGI, but like <laughs> specifically in like shitty Toy Story nineteen ninety. Yeah, like it's just horrible. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it looks like a fucking PS two game. How would you fucking do an animated Evil Dead movie? I feel like it, there's no way where it could be as cool. I feel like Spider Verse animation. Spider Verse animation. Or, would be or, or, or like anime. Yeah, like an yeah. anime Evil Dead movie. An anime Evil Dead movie would be sick. That would actually be fucking. But cool. I think a lot of the fun for Evil Dead comes from how ridiculously goofy it all looks. Which I don't yeah. think animated could quite sell. Yeah, because I think because what can they do? They can do a western. Yeah, I think a western would be cool. Um, Space Evil Dead. Space Evil Dead would be sick. Um, Evil Dead in a fucking supermarket. Maybe like a heist movie. Yeah. Where, like, people are robbing something and they find, like, the Necromicon or something. That would be sick. It's like, oh, like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, because you can do it, 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 it's, or it's like, almost like the thing. Yeah, yeah, Mixed yeah. with Evil Dead or something, that would be cool. Evil Dead in a shopping mall would be quite fun. Mm, yeah, that would be a cool one. Uh, maybe do, like, a an Evil Dead that's, like, a post, like a post-apocalypse, like a, like a post-apocalyptic yo. Evil Dead or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's, like, it just... Maybe, yeah, like, we could do, like, an insane one where it's just taken over the fucking world. Evil Dead was, like, Planet of the Apes. Evil Dead world. <laughs> like, <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Evil Dead. <laughs> but no, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It's I thought it was an absolute Easily blast. the best of the three horror films we've talked about. Fucking hell, yeah. But horror takes a bit of a break now, doesn't it? Because now we move on to um, the age of commercialism and capitalism. Oh, yeah. Oh boy! Because it's fucking Guardians, Fast and Furious, and Little Mermaid. And don't forget the Flash. The Flash. Transformers rise. Transformers. Into well, actually, no. I think the next big horror film is the Boogeyman. Yes. Which looks actually, I think it looks alright. No, the Boogeyman does look fun. There are some fun horror movies coming out this year. I'm also excited for the Boogeyman. Yeah. Because that yeah. was one. Apparently, it was going to go to streaming, <laughs> but then they changed their mind. Which is always a good thing. And the last time films have done yeah, that yeah. was Evil Dead Rise and Smile and Smile so fuck yeah and both of those films are great so I'm a bit yeah. like okay so it's just like one of those films it's like, like a trend yeah it's just like a sleeper hit where they find okay like do we actually have like a good film here <laughs> like <laughs> fuck okay right no I'm, I'm intrigued when I um, saw that I immediately was like okay I'm also excited for Strays the new Will Ferrell dog comedy oh yeah we saw the trailer for that that the looks like is that? that looks like the biggest load what of shit. What looks the looks like, fuck actually is that? That looks like the biggest load of shit. I am okay. I am not seeing that. That is. A I saw Renfield. I am not seeing Strays. I am putting my foot down no, on that. No, I, I refuse. I am not. That looks like one of the worst films I've ever seen in my fucking life. Why do we keep doing dog movies with really talk? It never looks good. It looks like it never looks good. Yet we still we can't fucking resist it. This looks horrible. It looks terrible. Oh, the poster is fucking a dog, but on his collar is the R-rated. Who's who directed it? Josh Greenbaum, who did... What did he do? Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Actually, no, I've actually heard that one. That one's pretty fun. I've heard that, yeah, I've heard that's it's good. It's right, but it's a bit much. It's, okay, what annoys me is what it's who it's produced by. So it's produced by fucking Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. They produced Cocaine Bear. Okay, so they actually, they do have some misses. Yeah, and Cookie Bear isn't like, I mean, Cookie Bear is just fine. Um, but they also are fucking geniuses. So who's, who's, who's the writer? The writer is... Did they write it? The writer is Dan Peralt. It's his first film that he's writing. Which is only a good sign. 
Not a good start. Not a good start. But could be, you know, he... could be a pleasant surprise. Will it? It doesn't look great. <laughs> it looks. It looks miserable. It's a good year for dark comedies. Like I, like I don't think I've laughed. Like I don't think I laughed once in that entire trailer. No, that trailer ruined me. As it is so not funny. I, I'm, I'm a dead man. I am the boogeyman after that. You know what though? Maybe it'll do really well, and it might bring back R-rated comedies because be that, because it's that other thing. The Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, no hard feelings. And they're coming out around Which the same time, I think. really weird. Because it's about Jennifer Lawrence wanting to, like... Fuck child. Yeah. Well. Well. She just watched The make, Exorcist. It'll make $600 million. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it'll me. It'll be, like, a fucking mega hit. Fuck me. So, on that depressing note, um, <laughs> make sure you go and... Rate us five stars. Rate us five stars. Um, followers on various places. If you don't know hard feelings, strays. <laughs> you will then rise. <laughs> have to say names. Craven. Uh, Craven. <laughs> you go and transform into a rhino. Rise of the beasts. Transformers. Um... Insidious, the red door. I will. I'd, I'd walk through the red door. Would right. you? Would you walk through the red door? Would I walk through the insidious red door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's on the other side? Like the further. Just, just a different room. The further. That's what they call it. What's the further? That's that's like the the thing. And that's insidious. what's on the other side of the red door. That's what. Yeah, yeah. Because it's what like what the fuck is insidious about? Aren't they just like? Being, it's it's. Are they being all insidious or whatever? <laughs> it's like a kid who goes into a coma and he ends up in the further. Which is like, you know, like the upside down. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like that kind of thing. But there's like spooky demons oh, in there. I fucking hate those. Um, we all do. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's like the, the spooky demons in there and then he needs to save the kids. And Insidious 2. He just goes back. Just for the there's actually a good twist to be fair to what's that. Insidious 3. It's like a prequel. Okay. Insidious 4, I think, is another prequel. Okay. The city of five is like the is like the so return this, of the original this, oh, people. Oh shit! Yeah, it's the original family. And the little kids. The red door. Yeah, the little kids. Now a man. It was totally different. <laughs> it was totally different. I love it. Can't wait. Like, like 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 I know it's the same actor, but it doesn't look like the same actor. When's the red door coming out? July. Oh, I'll, I'll watch all of them by then. Yeah, it's coming out a week before Mission Impossible. <laughs> it's gonna get buried. <laughs> oh yes. Let's go. Love it. I'm um, so ready. Just follow us on Letterboxd then if you want to see our opinions on Insidious the Red Door. On any movie that's not Strays because I'm not seeing that fucking movie. He's watching Strays. I'm not watching Strays. We're going to see Strays. I'm not seeing that fucking movie. Uh, Absolutely not. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye. Bye.